This is a download from MFR. The Cali Thistle Fan Zone on MFR with Ian Ald. Hello and welcome to this week's Cali Thistle Fan Zone on MFR. On this week's show, we'll look back at another sensational win this time over Motherwell and look ahead to this weekend's trip to Parkhead as well as select a right back for our Cali Thistle dream team. Alongside me, we've made some subs this week. No, uh, we Don and Andy Johnston. We've got Don Johnston, Big Don. We Don's going to be involved in the season, so we're, just, we're going to call you Big Don from now on. And uh, returning to make their uh, presence uh, known, Jack, from injury. Jack Davis uh, and Davy Balfour. Now, uh, Davy, we've we've seen you about. Really, we know what you're all about. You're you're full of good crack. Uh, Jack has been down at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival for the last uh, week and a half. Uh, Jack, any good jokes? Hold on. What do you mean Davies full of good crap? What's that meant to insinuate with me? <laughs> Let's be honest here. Well, you've been down to Edinburgh to practice your your banter. I was watching, by the way. I wasn't performing. Did you see that? Did you see that thing on the BBC today about the the, the, the favourite joke from the Edinburgh Festival? Oh, it was terrible. It was about chocolate. Ah, yeah. That joke has been going about since 1983. Yeah. Well, tell us your favourite joke. Or come up with your own, because you're a comedian. Heart of Mavovian. There we go, move on. I think we will. Uh, Motherwell, <laughs> last weekend, uh, another great win for Cali Thistle. It's three wins on the bounce now, another clean sheet, um, a wonderful goal from Richie Foran, and a great passing move capped off by Billy Mackay uh, once more. Uh, Davey, you you and I met at half-time, and we said to each other that was probably one of the best halves of football we've ever seen. Yes, certainly. Uh, at Cali uh, Park, anyway. Uh, yeah. uh, at that stadium, that's one of the best... Uh, Certainly one of the best 45-minute periods I've seen. Uh, I think if we get another one like it this season, we'll be lucky. Um, one of these ones where, where, where every ball went to the right guy, every move came off. The only thing that disappointed me was that we weren't the four goals up at half-time, because we probably should have been. Um, we'd have merited it. James Vincent was so unlucky not to score with it. Um, I don't know how he missed those, those I don't two, know how he yeah. missed that. Yeah. One of them was a really good save, I think. To be well, honest. one of them was deflected. It kind of deflected. Yeah, it kind uh, of and went up and just the guy's leg and over. Yeah. Over. From the from the press box angle, it looked like it was going to to dip in, but yeah. it just yeah. shaved the, the roof of the net on two occasions. But yeah, you're right. But I mean, four or five maybe could have been could have been quite easily, and I I think we just blew them away. They, they didn't have any idea how how to counteract us. And it's not a fluke. That's the third time that's happened this year. It's happened to every team who's come out against us is that we've battered their midfield. Um, basically insensible within the first 10 minutes and they don't know how to react after it. Yeah, and that, and as well, you know, that, that three up... That, well, I say three up front. Billy Mackay's up front. That, the way they're playing, it's almost like three up front of, of uh, Nick Ross, Aaron Doran and James Vincent, you know. Um, they're, they're attacking. They're, they're turning defences inside out. As you say, it's no, no fluke. Um, because that's the third team in a row now they've done it to. Mm-hmm. Um, they just don't know who's going to be coming at them and from which direction. Um, you know, and it's not it's not easy to counter either. I suppose you know you can't. It's not a sort of thing you can go right. Well, we'll just mark that man, um, and that'll take care of that. You know, there's there's three there plus Billy McKay. There's four guys there who are all a real danger um, and who all pose a real goal threat um, in normal play. And then you add in, you know, Gary Warren and 
Ross Draper set pieces. Um, you know, it's, it's something else. I mean, that and that was a powerful head by Richie uh, for the first goal. I mean, he's um, great at heading anyway. Isn't oh he? yeah, um, but that that really was, you know, um, you know, that would have broken the neck of most average punters. And then the second goal, I think we counted it was twelve passes mm-hmm. and seven different players mm-hmm. got a touch of the ball. Um, before it was stuck, stuck the ball away. It was Doran's ball, wasn't it? That just yeah. I, I thought he was going to play inside the Billy, and you're kind of thinking, well, "What are you doing?" You know, and then yeah. the ball out to, to Raven, uh, zip it across, and, and Billy's able to tap in. Uh, Doran and Ross have been been great in the first couple of weeks. Mackay, well, Billy just picked him where he left off. Uh, Jack, what about James Vincent? He he looks a real find, and he slotted in so well, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, I think he's he definitely looks capable of replacing Andy Shinney. He, he's come in, he compliments the sort of play of Ross and well. And I think we saw through pre-season it was blatantly obvious that we'd find a good player. There was only, that was sort of the only two sort of positions that was a bit of a worry over pre-season of um, who would replace Reguero and Andy Shinney. And I think uh, Dean Brill's come in. He's been he's been awesome and brilliant. Sorry. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> but yeah, I think going back to the game as well, I think there's a lot of comments as well uh, on the forums and stuff about people saying, oh, it's a shame we couldn't have done that in the second half as well. And I think, to be honest, I don't think there's any way we could have. I think we would have probably burnt ourselves out by the 65th, 70th minute. I think we were just so on top of Motherwell. And I think that takes a lot of effort. And the wind was against us in the second half as well. And we still created a few chances. Motherwell didn't look like they were going to score at any point. In the tactic of punting into John Sutton I think was easy for Warden and Meekins and had a couple of chances but I think Motherwell look a shadow of the team that came up mm-hmm. last season they've Chris Humphrey and Murphy and Ojama those are big players that they haven't replaced they've got I good players but them, so I don't, uh, well I, don't I, I wouldn't say I think they, they've got good guys in the middle but you're not gonna. You're not gonna replace Michael Higdon in a hurry. No. Right, that's right. He was a big, not with John Sutton. He's a big <laughs> plank of a man. He, he, you're never gonna replace him quickly. But the rest of them, I think they have. I think Motherwell looked ordinary on Saturday because they were made to look ordinary. Yeah, exactly. I think we played them off the park. Uh, interesting theory here, by the way. It's like Blitzkrieg. Did you know that? Which is you keep a constant pressure on your enemy at varying points so that they never know where the next point of pressure is going to come from. So even if they can react, they don't because they don't know what it's going to happen next. And that's effectively what we're doing to people. It's a bit of an analogy, I know, but... Uh, <laughs> this is what we've got Davey on the media team. That's Just. effectively what we're doing here um, so that people don't know when to react and that's why they looked... That's why guys like Keith Leslie have not become bad players in a, in a summer. They, they simply haven't done that. They simply just didn't know what to do. What, what was that word? Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg. Even more scary than that. That's a new one for us here. <laughs> yeah. I think the main Google. thing from Saturday though was that the big test for me was the second half. We, we've all seen Cali Thistle play very well in the first half uh, or, or in spells and games and and blow sides away. But I think that the the crucial point was the second half because Motherwell knocked at the door. The the, the Henry Arnie come on and, and was lively. You know they had a couple of wee half chances, but Cali Thistle stood firm, and I think that's that's a test, isn't it? Um, they, were, they were really it was controlled. It was, yeah. a, it was controlled. It was almost you know it wasn't like in in 
games before where they've been under pressure and they've been holding on. That was controlled. It was like they'd gone out there. They'd, they'd known they'd, they'd, they'd done, you know, two nothings always a funny um, lead to have. Um, but they'd, they'd done the work in the first half and they were out in the second half and they were still attacking, but they weren't over committing themselves on the attack, um, which allowed uh, Richie and Ross to sit just a wee bit deeper um, and, and hold back a wee bit just to protect it at the back so we didn't get hit on the break. Um, you know, so it was very controlled, although, you know, Motherwell did come back into it a wee bit, but I think that was um that was as much a slight change in tack from our, from ourselves as it was them picking things up. I th- I just think the back four I know that it's the same back four from last season, but Dean Brill just had something as well. Saw him in pre season, he's a really good talker as well and looks so organised. I know Ryan Essence obviously you know, still there at the club as well, but but Dean Brill, again, has been another great find for Terry, hasn't he? He exudes confidence. He's just a confident player, and you can see that as well. You know, players are comfortable playing one twos with him, the ball mm-hmm. at the feet, um, which is something you know that maybe Naguero doesn't have, or maybe Ryan and Essen doesn't have as much of. Um, you know, so I think, and the, we've got off to a great start as well. I mean, if you get off to a great start, and if you've got confidence in your keeper. Um, you know that helps. You know he's got what well, that's three clean sheets now, so that confidence just keep on building. Um, as long as you've got that confidence in your keeper, you can just you can concentrate on doing your job, um, which is to stop people getting anywhere near the keeper. Um, you know, so it feeds itself. I don't know. think he had much to do though on Saturday, no. did he? I mean, no. it one save. I think was it Keith Lasley edge of the 18 oh, first half and the, the only the only in the second half when the uh, was corner in and he and he missed it. That was the only yeah. sort of. Minor mistake he made yep. the whole game. So uh, top of the table still, Celtic this weekend. What a game to look forward to, Davy. Aye, I think it is one that's that's genuinely to be looked forward to. Um, I think, again, you have people who 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 are telling me that 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 Celtic. I won't mind this one too much. They don't have to win this game. What they have to win is the game tonight, which I believe they're losing. They won the game uh, at time. And, yeah. and and the game next Wednesday, I don't hold with that for a minute. Um, I wouldn't. The way that we're playing at the moment, I think it wouldn't really matter what Saturday we went down there. We would give Celtic a really good game at the moment. Um, I'm very confident that we can go there and come away with a result on Saturday. I would fully expect us to still be top of the league. I'd expect us to be top of the league for quite some time, to be honest with you. Well, they went down there twice last season. Uh, Celtic obviously won the title back in April. Cali Thistle, you know, uh, picked up a few points before that, but when they went there in November, they were bang on form, and, and they're going well at the moment, which leads me to think that it might not be a major surprise to see uh, Terry Butcher's men pick up something. No, I, I mean... Setting aside the fact that they've got the the European mm-hmm. games, you know, sandwiching this this fixture, um, you know, we could go down and be playing against a fully rested, fully you know, prepared squad, uh, and I'd still fancy our chances of of doing something against them, um, you know, uh, and and taking something from them. And I'm not talking about draw. I, I fancy us for the win, you know. Um, I might be slightly biased in that opinion, <laughs> but no, seriously, <laughs> I, I'm. I, I've, been confident going down to Celtic Park before um, with teams when we, when we've been on form. I think this is probably the the, the most confident I've felt in the team's performance. 
And I think it's because it's been a sustained performance. For, you know, okay, three matches, but it's not really because you've still got you've got the was it nine preseason matches, mm-hmm. eight preseason matches, um, and it's that form has been from day one of preseason, and they've just built on it and built on it and built on it, and they're just building on it week on week. You know, we started off the season with a great game, went to Dungeon United, had an even better game, mm-hmm. come back up the road against Motherwell, and had an even better game still. You know, so and there's still more there. There's still more there. Um, so. I don't think Celtic will be will be downplaying this or underestimating us in any way, shape or form. And they might be coming out or fans might be coming out and saying, Oh, it's not a it's not a vital game, this, that or the next thing but they'll want to they'll want to try and put one over the league leaders, you know. I liked, <laughs> I liked Rob McLean's I, I, I liked Rob McLean's uh, article on BBC's website today where he was um it's difficult for a county man, I know this. But I think he's officially us, crossed the bridge now, isn't he? He's, after he's that given us a, a, an awful lot of praise. But the one thing that uh, that I would disagree with that one was, was that he, he was talking about that time when we inevitably get elbowed off the top of the league. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, we're not playing like that, Rob. Uh, this is. I think maybe last year he might have, you looked at what we did, but we still looked slightly fragile at times. There were games that we, the games against Motherwell and Celtic last uh-huh. last year. We look fragile in those games. We're not this year, um, and I think it's great that this is sneaking under the radar yet again because I think we'll do exceptionally well this year. Does Terry change it for this weekend? I mean, I know that the system that he's got is doing very well. Does he change it going to Parkhead or does he have going to have a go? I mean, what's there to lose? What would you change? Exactly. Well, that's well, it. I change a winning team. I think. Um, we if we can just sort of batter the midfield like we've been doing the last three games, I think it's gonna be the game's gonna be won in the midfield on Saturday. Richie and Ross have a big job to do and as Davy said, at times we did look uh, fragile. We looked like we weren't gonna be able to rise to the occasion and I think has the has the Green Brigade been disbanded? Oh who Aye. knows. Who knows? <laughs> I, I, don't I remember because a distraction. We, when we went down there we they were uh, protesting, so they didn't go, and we won one yeah, 0 And I think yeah. they, I think they do have a, a big part to play in Celtic winning games. And I think if they are struggling, they can sort of get the team going and get our stadium going. Too so. much lateral movement. Yeah, <laughs> I think they've been bad boys, and and and, and their dad, i.e., Mister Lawls, giving them a bit of a scalp to 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 bring them back into line. Uh, so I don't know if they'll be there. They may be grounded. They might not be there on Saturday. Indeed. <laughs> 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 permission <laughs> slips. Exactly. And if they're not there, I don't really particularly care. I mean, you're right, apart from them, that place is like a library. It is, actually. It is, it is it's extremely Well, cool. that's if it's full. If it's, if it's full. And you get the, the figure round, the laughable figure of attendances in the press box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't but, quite uh, think there's forty thousand folk there, but there you go. Well, yeah, when 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 one tier is almost empty, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yes. when the game becomes so boring, you have to actually count the crowd. Um, yeah, so we're pretty confident then of of getting something. Yeah. From Parkhead. Yep. Yeah. Predictions, maybe we have started a prediction league, guys. Which uh, Andy currently tops. He predicted two 0 against Motherwell. We'll give him and his son Don the benefit of the doubt. They've got until. 3 o'clock on Saturday to get their predictions in no doubt they will uh, we'll see Andy before then uh, Don a point from myself and uh, you and I sorry at the weekend as well we yep. predicted a, a win uh, Cali Thistle duly delivered what about Celtic then this weekend what are we going for I'll let these boys go first no pressure boys 
I'm I'm going to go one one in a game that we're gonna dominate, but Celtic will get a dodgy goal. Like all their goals have actually been this season so far. Did you see the go- see Forrest's goal against Aberdeen? The, the ones yeah. against oh, Ross County as well. Um, was it the yeah. first yeah. against Ross County? And Anthony Stokes only Celtic seem to get those goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So I'm gonna go one one in a game. I'm gonna be bitterly disappointed we haven't won. Mr. Balfour, I'm gonna do an auction for the announcers. Uh, Position here, and it will be Celtic nil, Inverness Caledonian Thistle two. It's a bold Trust, prediction. Trust old two nil. Yeah. Trust old two nil. Well, I'm going to go the same. Apparently, I always go for three nil. Um, <laughs> it was pointed out to me. The Ross County fans are obviously listening to our podcast because they pointed out to me last Big week. Fans. <laughs> yeah, but shout out to all my fans shout over the bridge. Um, apparently, I always go for a three nil. Um, so just for them actually I'm going to stick with the 3-0 go down there and deliver a shock result not a shock win sure but a shock result in terms of it being three goals to nil I think this is that as I say we're sneaking under the radar here I, what I think is particularly good is that out of our midfield that was there last year you took out a Welsh international who was mm-hmm. acknowledged to be a fantastic football player and nobody has mentioned the guy's name that's the he is gone and forgotten now. Most players, is that not something I kind of, um, whenever someone leaves Cali Thistle, they generally think they're going on to bigger and better things, and it sometimes doesn't work out. Do you know Cali Thistle curse. I yeah. think the poor, the poor man, the poor man has uh, had a spectacular lapse of judgment. Um, Europe was good for him. I'm glad he got, he got <laughs> at least was, one one wee trip away. Europe was that the same as Gregory Taddy's European adventure? Uh, he's getting closer to France. Johnson. He's in Romania now, so and he only had a home tie. Yeah. Oh. How'd he get there? Coolidge. He's done well for himself. Very yeah. limited talent, but he somehow got himself into a... Like Barnyard Man. <laughs> huh? Oh, I loved him when he was here. He must what have a fantastic man? agent. He must have an absolutely brilliant agent. Or an agent who's got lots of incriminating photos. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, well, now you mention it, yeah. Big shout out to Gregory. We miss you, Gregory Taddy. Please come back. You do. You I'm miss, sure you, he was. You do miss, <laughs> you miss guys like Gregory Taddy. He was he actually, you know what, he was a pleasure. Uh, to, to speak to press wise he always told you how it is uh, told you how it was he, he, he just wore his, his heart on his sleeve I remember interviewing him uh, after a 4-1 defeat to Rangers and I thought it was Andy was filming as well and I thought yeah. he was going to break break down I thought he was going to cry yeah. he, he was really really gutted about the game but nice big guy obviously he had uh, I remember him telling me he was in fact Johan Cruyff he was Johan Cruyff. Aye, one turn against Rangers, and he thought he was Johan Cruyff. I think it was the same game, actually. He did a really, really neatly turn the full back. I can't remember who it was. I uh, think it was Kirk Broadfoot. I could have turned It was Kirk Broadfoot. Broadfoot. Yeah, you could have done. But he really he turned him beautifully. absolutely turned the guy inside out. And I was talking to him after the game, and that's what he said. I said, that was just like Johan Cruyff. And he went, yes, yes, I am Johan Cruyff. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you're not. <laughs> I couldn't even stay. I wish you'd got that on tape. It would have been fantastic. Yeah. You know. Unpredictability is not a word used to describe <laughs> most footballers, but it's Gregory Tardy was one of the most Especially unpre- in a one on one situation. I'm Lionel. Lionel. So, Lionel was a bit unpredictable. <laughs> so, go on, Lionel go on, but Jimmy Zaddy. Right. What, hey? That's the second time I've heard his name today. Yeah. yeah Too violent for German football, I'm Lionel Jimmy Zaddy. Yeah, I was still waiting for him to score that 20 yard overhead bicycle kick <laughs> that I predicted for an entire season, and he never, he never delivered for me. Well, talking of uh, legends, I'll go for one one. By the way, as well, I think I'm going to stick with Jack. Uh, I'm going to sit on the fence. I think Cali Thistle will score early on. Painful. 
and then towards the end of the game Celtic will get a very very scrappy dodgy penalty goal no doubt aided by a a match day referee we're we're trying to compile a Cali Thistle dream team with started with Jim Calder and goals Um, great goalkeeper as well to have uh, as our number one we're moving on to right back next week we'll move on to left back then we'll do two centre halves at the same time at right back um, I put this out on Twitter can't think who everybody went for really? Doesn't that I, I would agree Thomas Piermar Thomas Piermar was the top answer <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah obviously Ross Tokley was uh, the main one um, a lot mm. of uh, Cali Thistle supporters getting in touch uh, a, a real hero uh, back in the day and served the club really well before uh, moving on to, to Ross County of course when his contract expired uh, and nowadays playing in uh, in the Highland League with Borora Rangers um, Ross Tokley discuss Davy. Who would be your right back in the Cali Thistle Dream Team? The present incumbent, David really? Raven. I think he's the best. He's, uh, I have to say, David Raven's name has been mentioned as well. It will be. He looks about 64, but he plays. Nothing wrong with that. He looks like, Carl like a, He does look like Carl Pilkington yeah. a bit. Uh, but um, runs about there like a spring chicken. The guy, the guy's brilliant. Pace, fantastic, which Roscoe never had. Um, he doesn't have Roscoe's presence, but, but then again, that's maybe not too bad a thing. Um, intelligent use of the ball. Um, consistent, which is not something you could ever accuse Thomas Piermeyer of being. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the guy's got everything. I think he's got. I also think he's going to be here for the long haul. Seems to really like it here. Mm-hmm. Um, he appears to be one of these guys who's genuinely surprised by what he's found up here, um, and and doesn't want to leave it, which is great. Um, we could do with more of them. Um, you know, so, uh, yeah, Dave Raven. Dave Raven is your... My choice. Right back, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I'm I'm actually, I'm going to break with convention and agree with Davey. I think, um, <laughs> I, think David Raven, I think David Raven as well. I think he, he's, he's just, there's more to his game. You know, uh, you know Ross Togley will always be uh, a Cali Thistle legend. But I think David Raven is just more to his game. I think had David Raven and Ross Totley been in the same squad, mm-hmm. you would have gone for David Raven every time when you were picking your team. Um, so I think so. what we're what we're going for here, are we going for footballing ability over what I think people have gone for Ross Totley on Twitter because of what he's done for the club, and and how you know much service he's given them over the years, how much you know the, all that kind of goes with it. But are we going for Raven as a better footballer? Yeah. Okay. Tokley made a career out of very limited ability. He was still a very good player, but they talk about loyalty. He was only loyal because no one else would have had him. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> so Martin didn't fancy him much then. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, he, he was still okay on his day. But what actually? How? You're not planning a holiday in Bro <laughs> anytime soon, are you, Jack? <laughs> nah, I've been there once this, this year. <laughs> what? What's the list? Who have you got? Tokley and Raven. Peter Andre Blackman. Andre Blackman had the best debut ever by a Cali Thistle player and decided to ruin it by. That's all he had. <laughs> <laughs> by being Andre Blackman. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, bearing in mind we Four are. Gonna... aforesaid Lionel Jebby Zaddy. Did he play right back? Did he play right back? Left, left back. Left Was back. he left back? We are right, going okay, to compile. Well, uh, a worst oh, ever eleven yeah. after Fantastic, the dream yeah. team. So keep your Dejebi's well, you, and your Blackmans you, for I'll tell you future what, reference. Your criteria for any of these people in the dream team, right, is 
would Steve Marsala have gone 700 miles in the car to go and watch them and then persuade them to come back up the road? If he'd gone to watch Ross Tokley, I don't think he would have. Fair enough, I probably is. Well, probably fair shout. I'm, I'm, well, I'm sticking up for Roscoe here. I think he, he just epitomises a legend and um, certainly a lot of the fans on Twitter, but you guys are obviously... One touch is it because is he, he ended up at County? Not no, really. No, not at all. Oh, okay. Not at all. I mean, Andy every, Barman was at County, and we still all love him down here. So. I think I think it's fair enough when a player drops down a level to continue their career. You know, so going to Ross County, <laughs> <and> <laughs> down it's there. perfectly acceptable. That was a, a lovely. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I think in terms of le- in terms of, of of if you're looking if you're looking at legend status and whatnot, then yeah, I mean Ross totally would be number one in that slot. But again, if you're looking at player ability in terms of if you were to put out a, a dream team as it's called that had the best chance that we're going to do the best on the pitch David Raven he's right that. okay right well you guys are the boss Stunning David Raven's our right back there we go yep there you go David Raven thought, if you're listening to this you're a legend already yeah and not just for looking like Carol Pilkington who my girlfriend <laughs> friend thought that that was at the, the end of season ball but never mind uh, what is it he what is it he said on his Wikipedia he's a Oh, he's a fan of particle physics. Um, he, he was talking about um, <laughs> something Ross Tolkien never theory. was, by the way. He was talking about quantum theory. There was something on his, his Wikipedia about um, he was in uh, stated as this is quantum mechanics. Um, I'm going to ask him about. Well, Ross Tolkien never did, wasn't a plumber. He did, he, you know, David Raven does a fair amount of plumbing. For, yeah, I've heard for, this. Yeah, for, he, for, yeah. he also yeah. knew he killed Owen Tudor Jones's goldfish, which. Yeah. We still have <laughs> the crazy life of David. Did he feed it to Schrödinger's cat? I've no idea. Apparently, Tudor Jones's goldfish is nineteen years old, and, and David, David Raven, Raven tried to kill it. Tried to. Oh, That's know. a serious <laughs> allegation, Jack. Yeah. There's uh, there's a prize in this, by the way. If anybody knows what Schrödinger's cat is. Yeah, it's the it's if it cats in the box, it dead or alive. Thing. He's got it. I knew that. I didn't. It's That's it from us on the Cali Thistle Fan Zone on MFR. David Raven is our right back. Next week on the show, uh, we'll discuss uh, left back for the Dream Team. And uh, I'm assuming there'll be quite a few contenders there. Lionel Dejebi Zadi should not apply. We'll also uh, look back on the weekend win slash draw slash lose to delete as applicable uh, result against Celtic, as well as look ahead to a home game with Heart of Midlothian. That's it from us here. Thanks to Davey, Jack and Don. We'll see you next week. The Cali Thistle Fan Zone on MFR with Ian Ald. Listen again at mfr.co.uk slash Cali Thistle. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Get more from the North's number one radio station at mfr.co.uk.